Hey, this is Double J, Jeff Jarrett, WWE Hall of Famer, and you're listening to the My One Two Three Cents Podcast. It's my personality to be jittery. It's part of my charm. Wrestling fans, are you ready? It's time for my one, two, three cents of the podcast on the Jittery Monkey Podcasting Network. Give me the hell yeah! Now, here's your host. The man is also a very long, dear, personal friend of mine. Does the guy have a name? Yes, he has a name. Kevin Huntsberger. Woo! Kevin! You're stupid. Hey friends, welcome to episode 475 of the My One Two Three Cents podcast. And if you are listening to this on the day it drops, Merry Christmas. And if you're listening beyond Christmas, well, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year. Um, looking forward to 2024. The last day of 2023 happens to be the ultimate My One Two Three Cents Day of 12 31 20 uh, 31. You get the picture. It's 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 a lot of ones and threes and twos, so it spells out my one, two, three cents a couple of different ways. So I'm excited about that, and we'll talk more about uh, some giveaways and things that are happening uh, on the New Year's Eve, I'm sorry, the New Year's Day episode of the show, which uh, is just a week away, and that will be a review of The Iron Claw. Uh, I have not had the opportunity to see it yet. I did see that it is playing closer to me now, um, Last week I had looked and the closest theater it was playing was about 40 minutes away, but I did see that the two local theaters here in Marion and Carbondale, Illinois, are going to both have it as well this week. So I am planning to go and see it. If you haven't seen it yet, uh, go watch it. Chad's seeing it as well, and we will join forces next week for a movie mania review of the film. And I've seen some early reviews from fans. Some are, are critical and, and others are, are fine uh, in, in their reviews of it. So <clears throat> I think the biggest thing that people are getting hooked up on or caught up on is the based on a true story and what that really means. And Chad and I will break all that down next week because he's talked a lot about those kinds of things in his uh, other podcast, uh, most notably uh, Out of Touchstone. Uh, if you are listening or if you listen to the very beginning of the podcast, you may have noticed if you're listening, not watching, I don't put the open on the on the YouTube channel, but um, there's a new sound for the first time since uh, the open, which I, I, I don't remember what episode we actually started using an open for the podcast. I know that I had found all the sound clips and sent them to Greg Mahochko. Uh, who put put it all together then for me, but I've taken that and I've added a new sound. So if you haven't listened to the open, go back and listen and tell me what you think of it. Uh, thank you to Hunter Woodworth for pointing that out to me. I appreciate it. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned it. This is episode 475. I might've said that. We're 25 weeks away from episode 500. So again, I, I hope that you uh, send me your ideas, your suggestions, your wish list of sorts uh, for who you'd want as a guest for that episode. It's going to fall in June of 2024, and I am looking very forward to that, see who we can get 
to be the guest, to be a guest, or maybe we get multiple guests. I don't know. But uh, I am working on a plan currently and will hopefully have some uh, updates for you sooner rather than later. So this week, you know, I it is Christmas Day. And if you do celebrate Christmas, once again, Merry Christmas. I had toyed around with the idea of doing this completely in costume as Santa Claus. If you're listening, I am just wearing my uh, Santa hat and uh, my uh, my one two three Sentness vacation available on ProWrestlingTees.com slash my one two three cents. <laughs> you can always shop and get uh, some great clothing, some great shirts, different designs uh, there as well as sighugger.com and use promo code my123cents at checkout the same with collar and elbow. All right, commercials are out of the way. And since it is Christmas, I figured uh, to keep with the Christmas theme that I've tried to kind of weave into the month of December. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I've decided to go ahead and, and play Santa Claus in a sense of these are some Christmas wishes that I send and if I could gift these people uh, these things, these are the things that I would be gifting to them this holiday season. And it's a short list. It's Christmas. I know that people want to spend time with their families and not sit here and listen to me ramble on or, or watch me ramble on. So, uh, and, and I'm, I'm doing this not to create uh, controversy or, or get people riled up, but it is you know, things that I have noticed over the last year in wrestling and, and some things that we as fans, quite frankly, could do better, be better at. Um, but also some of the, the management, some of the wrestlers, the performers themselves can do to be better, to maybe help put an end to some of the tribalism that exists in today's product. And I think a lot of that is brought on by social media. It wasn't, I don't feel like as bad back in the 90s during the Monday Night War, but obviously now, where everybody has an opinion and everybody has a voice to, or a platform to express that opinion, it gets a little crazy and a little out of hand. First on my list though is Tony Khan. And uh, I am wishing to him this holiday season, uh, if I could gift him this, I certainly would. A team of professionals that are gonna guide, help to guide him through the process because I feel like running a wrestling company is much different than running some of the other things that Tony Khan uh, is involved in and some of the things that he does. Um, so I feel like he takes a lot of the fans input and creates stories and creates shows based on that. And maybe not necessarily what's best for business. And I know that that has become a cliche uh, during the McMahon Helmsley era of, of WWE during the authority time. But uh, I do think that Listening to a vocal minority on Twitter or X uh, or on social media is is not the best end game for your product. And I know that um, there have been, even in this past few days, there have been a couple of high profile exits from AEW from behind the scenes. Um, their marketing director, who apparently is married to one of the uh, young bucks. And I, I, I didn't write down names, so I apologize. Um, and then there was another man that I've heard his name brought up before, Raphael Morphy, I think is, is, is how it's pronounced, um, who Jim Ross has talked uh, very highly of. 
in the past. And then Kevin Sullivan, a couple of weeks ago, left the company. And whether these people are leaving on their own accord, if they're being fired or, or not, you know, contracts not renewed, whatever the case may be. But <clears throat> there needs to be some sort of, of uh, cohesion behind the scenes to help everything that we see on camera. And so, uh, again, I, I, I don't think that it's doom and gloom, like a lot of people go on Twitter or on, usually it's Twitter, but uh, other social media sources, and, and they continue to uh, forecast the end of, of AEW. And I don't think that's going to happen. And I don't want that to happen. But I think that Tony Khan needs to surround himself with people who are going to help him take things off of his plate. He's not... You know, I, I think early on, and this is where some of that tribalism started, was he was going to be the alternative to WWE, which granted, to an extent, he has been that. He has presented that with AEW. Um, but then some of the uh, braggadocious and, and some of the it's like just run your wrestling company and and do the best that you can do and, and satisfy that fan base. But there will never in my, my lifetime be a leader beyond WWE. I don't think AEW is ever going to surpass WWE in any metric as far as, uh, you know, fan base tickets sold. And, and I, I'm not going to get into the whole Wembley thing. There were some caveats and things said there that I, I don't know all the particulars on, but I do not think that AEW or any company, at least in, in the foreseeable future, <clears throat> is going to get the kind of TV exposure, is going to get the brand recognition. And obviously, WWE had a 50-year head start. So stop trying to compete with that and just build off of what you have, Tony Khan and AEW, and build off of that and, and create your own road. <clears throat> it doesn't have to be the top dog like WWE is. It, it, it doesn't have to be that way. Um, but I think that fans crave something different and they want an alternative to WWE. And then when you sign a bunch of former WWE guys and then you, you know, at one point the criticism from fans was is that WWE is too sports entertainment. I feel like AEW has sprinkled in more entertainment, which has helped. Uh, but it can't all be five-star matches and, 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 and all, all of that. So I've said enough, you get the picture, what I'm aiming here for Tony Khan. For Vince McMahon, you know, my wish for him is to have a happy retirement. There is, is no, I know there's been speculation, there's been rumor and innuendo that he's sold his stocks, he's going to start his own thing or whatever. No, he's, he's 77, 78 years old. I, to me, he just needs to enjoy retirement. He has created a dynasty and he has, you know, his vision 40 years ago turned into what we all sit here, you know, this podcast wouldn't exist without Vince McMahon. The ad-free shows network, Tony Khan and AEW, uh, MLW, Ring of Honor, all of the companies, Impact or TNA, the indie companies that you go out and support, None of that would exist today, I don't think, without the vision of Vince McMahon 40 plus years ago when he went national, when he went global uh, with the product. So 
to me, he's the Walt Disney of sports entertainment. He is on my personal Mount Rushmore of creative geniuses, you know. Uh, it's just, I, he has nothing left to prove, I guess is what I'm getting at. And, and he can just relax and, and enjoy the rest of his life with his family, with his friends, and do whatever he wants to do. But I don't think he needs to be involved in any more day-to-day -day operations of any wrestling company. And I know uh, Triple H is, I saw an article over the weekend that Triple H is going to be the sole decider of, of Hall of Fame and he's, you know, in charge of creator. He, so, and for Triple H, you know, I, I wish him continued success. I hope that he continues to monitor his health. I know a couple of years ago, he had a heart scare. Um, he just takes care uh, of himself, stays healthy and, and keeps a clear mind. I like that Triple H has become kind of that guy who uh, extends the olive branch. We've talked about it before with Bruno San Martino and the Ultimate Warrior, um, CM Punk, you know, bringing guys in who had left the company on bad terms, who had a negative viewpoint of WWE, of Vince McMahon. And Triple H, I think, had played a lot of uh, a big role in the negotiations to bring some of these men back into the fold, uh, back into and getting them into the Hall of Fame. So, you know, I, I never say never when it comes to WWE and with bringing talent in, especially this year we've seen with CM Punk and last year with Cody Rhodes coming in. Two acquisitions I did not, did not think we would see come in or at least come in as quickly as they have. So, uh, you know, I, I think that leaves the door open for guys like Moxley and Chris Jericho if they wanted to end their careers uh, and go into the Hall of Fame. And people will criticize and complain about the Hall of Fame all the time. But I think when it comes down to it, these men and women who get inducted look at it as a high honor, which I think that way about, about it as, as a fan. So I, I have nothing but uh, respect and admiration for those who have been and, and will be inducted. So Triple H, keep up the good work. Speaking of Hall of Fame, I'd love to see Lex Luger go in sooner rather than later. I think he's one that is uh, sorely missing from that list. Lots of other guys, Demolition, King Kong Bundy, the One Man Gang, just a few that come to mind immediately. The lovely Elizabeth, um, Owen Hart, but we know circumstances behind some of their deaths that, that, that they're not going to be inducted or at least anytime soon. Speaking of wrestler deaths, uh, this is kind of the down part of, of the episode, you know, to the families, uh, the fans, the friends who have lost these men and women, these talents. Uh, this year, Bray Wyatt, Terry Funk, the Iron Sheik, Superstar Billy Graham, uh, Bushwhacker Butch, Mantar. Those are, are a handful. Lanny Poffo. Uh, that I, I can remember off the top of my head that, that we have eulogized, memorialized, remembered here on the podcast or remembered on uh, the My One Two Three Cents social media channels. Um, you know, I, I, my wish for all of those family and friends is uh, peace and love. Um, you know, as I'm recording this on Christmas Eve, uh, it was earlier this year that we lost my mom. And, uh, you know, I, I've talked about it here on the show. It, it's, it's never an easy thing to experience a loss. Uh, 
whether it's someone that you admire as a wrestling fan or if it's someone that you love and that is no longer there. It, it certainly hits closer and harder to home when it is someone that is part of your life uh, on a daily basis. But, uh, you know, we all mourn when our favorites pass away and die. And Chad and I have talked about this when we did our Terry Funk and, and Bray Wyatt episode. And it's, it, it's, it's a different kind of feeling, um, especially when you have lost a parent or a loved one, you know that things are not going to be the same. And so for anyone who is experiencing loss, uh, whether it's a new loss this year, or if it's been 10 years, um, you know, keep moving forward do things that will honor and, and memorialize those loved ones and, and do what you can to be positive. And it, 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 there are times where it gets hard to, to do that and to, to move on and have fun, but it's essential to keep living and, and keep moving and keep going forward. I didn't want to, to bring the whole show down and, and get too down in the dumps with that, but, uh, now, moving on to the Dirt Sheet Riders, the uh, Dave Meltzers of the world, which uh, I know Dave Meltzer gets a lot of uh, stuff on Twitter and on some of Conrad's shows, Eric Bischoff, Bruce Pritchard, specifically, do not uh, have very kind words for him. Uh, but uh, just in general, you know, these guys uh, and who are writing articles, speculation, things that they are collecting from insiders, and I'm using air quotes, uh, you know, report on facts, report on things, you know, it, or preface it with it being your opinion. I, th I think it's dangerous the way, and, and I don't see it in any other sport or any other form of entertainment where there's this kind of negativity attached to it. And there's so much like, the tribalism and and I think that the dirt sheet riders propel and perpetuate this and they write their stuff and they think that you know they're doing it for clicks and, and I get it I, I understand why they're doing it I just wish they would stop doing it or stop doing it the way they're doing it same thing with spoilers posting things that we uh, maybe want to be surprised about you know I, I love the fact that I grew up in the 80s watching wrestling because I didn't know that Ric Flair was going to lose the title to Kerry Von Erich. I didn't know that Hulk Hogan was going to beat the Iron Sheik. I didn't know that Ric Flair was going to jump ship and join the WWF. I didn't know these things. And it was such a great surprise. Those are some of the, the best surprises and favorite memories of wrestling is being able to see these things unfold without knowing someone had to let us know first, you know, there's, I, I, to me, you know, these guys are, are doing this to have like a badge of honor, like, Ooh, I'm in the know and I'm going to ruin this for everyone. Just stop. You know, I, I, I hate it. I hate it. And someone who is on social media, who has to be on social media for work, can't avoid the spoilers. So I've just come to expect that if there's a show that I really truly want to watch, WrestleMania. And, and again, I think once a show airs, it is free game. You know, people can post reactions and, and, and whatnot, but if it's a, a taped show or if it's a signing that we don't know about, 
and just keep it to yourself. Just keep it to yourself. It, it, it's being a decent person. It's it's not being a douchebag is what it boils down to. First thing, I wish him a great retirement. And I hope, I truly hope that he has a great opponent and it, it tells a great story. And win or lose, he puts that finality on his career and, and can walk away with his head held high and, and proud of what he's done over the last nearly 40 years um, in the ring. And I hope that there's no extra drama behind the scenes at AEW that causes anything that happens at that show, AEW Revolution in March, to be overshadowed by Sting's final match, by Sting's last match. So uh, again, don't know who it's going to be, but... I'm sure it's going to be a great uh, match and, and we're going to have uh, some great storytelling leading up to that last match. For Cody Rhodes, my, my gift to him is a run finally as the undisputed WWE Universal Champion. Finish that story. I don't know if it finishes at WrestleMania, if we drag it out to SummerSlam or Survivor Series. There's lots of speculation that they're going to keep the belt on Roman Reigns to, to surpass the Hulk Hogan run. I don't think that's necessary. Fans are craving that change. They're, they're wanting that change. And even though Roman is not in the ring defending and, and on the road defending like Hulk Hogan was back in the day, uh, we see a lot of Roman Reigns in that. And I think fans want something different. And, and Cody Rhodes is different enough. Um, I don't think CM Punk needs to be the one that beats Roman Reigns. I think that it's going well, building this CM Punk, Seth Rollins thing on one side, and then give us give us more of, of Cody and Roman. Uh, I, I do wonder what happens once Roman is defeated. Does he take some time off? Does he does he come back? Does he go to Hollywood? What happens to Paul Heyman? What happens to the other members of this Bloodline story? Um, there's lots to, to talk about and, and speculate and, and think about and ponder. Um, but those are the main uh, wish lists that I wanted to do today. Um, I wish for all of you to have a healthy, a healthy, a healthy and happy Christmas and, and New Year and, and, and 2024. And I wish nothing but the best for everyone. And I know that's not necessarily going to be the case for everyone. We're going to experience those losses. And we're going to experience those defeats, but we're also going to experience victories and celebrations. And so ride the highs when they're high and ride those lows out and uh, we'll get through it. And if you ever need anything uh, from me here, uh, reach out and let me know. Thanks again to everyone though that donated to the, uh, my one, two, three cents wrestling figure drive, um, ran into a couple of obstacles with that, with getting the toys out, believe it or not, toys for tots had told me they were going to be collecting through the weekend before Christmas. And it turns out that they were not, uh, I was intending to, and had everything to drop off on Thursday. And they said, actually I had everything Wednesday, the Wednesday before Christmas, because I thought, okay, they're going to distribute on the weekend. So I've got two days ahead to, to get it to him. That wasn't the case. So all the money that was donated, I, I bought the wrestling figures. I posted pictures on Facebook and on Instagram. 
those went to a group um, in uh, Franklin County called Cans Can here in Southern Illinois. Uh, they go out and, and make sure that uh, people, kids specifically, have things that they need or, or want during not just the holiday season, but year round. Um, and I really wanted to, and I'm looking now to uh, pull up the, the man's name who was behind it, Greg Poole. Um, I never met Greg in person, but I met him when I dropped the toys off and, and uh, he made sure that they went out and got distributed over the weekend. So kids are waking up this morning, if you're listening on Christmas, uh, to some new wrestling figures. Chelsea Green and Charlotte Flair. And uh, uh, there's a Randy Orton in there, Baron Corbin. So MJF, as well as Orange Cassidy. There was a Chad sent a face paint kit for Darby Allen. So lots of cool stuff uh, happening and, and going on uh, with that. So again, I appreciate it. I thank you all uh, who did donate. And it was not nearly what I had hoped for as far as the end goal. Um, but I had to kind of have one of those self interventions and, and tell myself, Hey, we're still making a difference. It may not have been 300, but we are still making a difference. So that was important to me as well. Friends, again, I wish you a Merry Christmas. Uh, we'll see each other next year for 2024. Take care and have a great week. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. Yeah.